what to do with dmv it is episode 111 of chirp and dmv and it is a friday afternoon at four o'clock if you're listening to this we're literally just recorded or a little late a little late to the a little late to the game this weekend or today i should say but we've got a good one for you bobcat let's first let's, let's say what's up to you man what's going on how's your friday been it's, it's midday friday just finished your last meeting of the day what's going on brother Oh, not much, man. It's uh, by the next time we chat, it'll be uh, Cinco de Bobcat. So Ooh. getting some getting some golf out of my system this weekend. Um, but yeah, I've got the birthday next Wednesday. Right. Birthday next Wednesday. Is that on Cinco de Mayo? Yeah, it is. Yeah, dude. Me. Damn. So you get to celebrate with margaritas every year. That's awesome. Yeah, no. yeah, dude. Never have to throw a party. People are already in the mood to just, you know, have a couple drinks. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Like you said, recording Friday. I had Ben's league last night. You fell asleep watching the draft. You said you, I woke up to the text at 3 a.m. I'm assuming that's when you woke up. We were just like feet on the couch, dip in the mouth, beer in hand. Tough going. God last damn night. it. You had to say that I was dipping, motherfucker. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, man. Yeah, it was a rough one. It was a rough night for sure. Um, I don't know what the hell happened. Uh, but, dude, the Black Bears. How about our Black Bears, man? They have played like 17 games since we talked last. I know they they're in their they're in their um well let's talk about the chirp and bump because Morelli gets a shutout in one of these games here first yeah, game after second coming on shutout of the year second shutout of the year first game since coming on uh gets a shutout they played let's... tonight here let's see I'm looking at it they played tonight six thirty they're at home uh, to rematch versus the New Jersey Titans they just beat last night two to one. I'm trying to think of when we last talked. God damn, this streak they're on. Let's see, April 23rd, beat the Northeast Generals 4 to 3, beat the Generals, uh, lost 6 to 5, beat Danbury 1 nothing, lost. So split the series with Danbury. So they're starting to split series, but at least they're not like losing consistently. They're just splitting series here. And then tonight, obviously, they have the sweep. They have a chance to sweep uh, New Jersey at home. Yeah. I mean, the eight, one and one in their last 10 games. Like, that's. <laughs> They're they're one point behind New Jersey right now for that that third place spot in the East Division, man. They they are buzzing. They are buzzing. It's I mean it's tough to sit here and <laughs> break down seven games they've played since we last recorded. But let, let's just go through last night's game. Let's go through the uh, the hundred person capacity there. Looks like there's a hundred people uh, per the per the Black Bears website here. But yeah, game one versus the New Jersey Titans. Uh, Jersey gets on the board first. It would stay that way until the third period. Uh, when our boys, um, Brandon Piku and Brian Huggins get on the board, our oh, boy goal. McCoy, fucking pointless. Come on, man. What's, what's the deal here? But yeah, that's a nice little third period win there. Yeah. You get two goals in the third after trailing for the majority of the game. And, um, I don't know what happened goalie wise there, but looks like Morelli played 20 minutes and McCannis played 40 minutes. So, I mean, I don't know what happened or if, uh, yeah, maybe there's little, any issues there, but maybe a tweak or a little injury there in the first period, maybe because looks like he, he let that so goal into mean, the first period. Yeah, I guess we'll find out, see who's in the cage tonight. But uh, yeah, man, eight one and one in their last 10 games. They've won loss in regulation. And was it a, was it a one zero game or something like that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, one, yeah. So uh, the guys, they're figuring it out, man. At the right time, we've got. Four games left, including a six thirty puck drop tonight against the Titans, and then one game. No, it was a three two. It was a three two one. The one nothing game was the really hat trick. Twenty three saves. Twenty three saves in that hat trick. I mean that shutout. Sorry, Jesus, calling a shutout a hat trick like a fucking donkey. It's Friday, dude. It's Friday afternoon. My brain is absolutely fried right now. 
Yeah, I can understand that. Um, so, yeah, I mean, they've got four games left. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. I, I got to have to share something off the record, a message I just got. Uh, but, <laughs> yeah, so, you know, we got the Titans tonight and then Johnstown finished the season two games against Northeast. So, that's, you know, the, the, can the Black Bears creep into third is really the question is, do they end up in fourth or do they end up in third for playoff seating here? Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll wait and see. But the, obviously a big one tonight for the sweep. I think you got to get this sweep. And then you win two of the last three. I think you're in you're in a very good spot. Yeah, for sure. And they're leading the way still. We got Kamoy, uh, ooh, Kamoy Hunter McCoy, 34 points. Luke Mountain, 27 mm-hmm. on the year. Connor mm-hmm. Cole, 26. Like, they got guys contributing all the way down the lineup here. They've got – we need Jude Curtis, Josh Nixon, Slodowski, and Cole all to get one more goal. And then they've got – six guys and double digit goals in the year. I like that average. So let's get that going. Maybe, uh, you know, maybe Morelli will have a big game here. Who knows? Who knows? The bump has been in effect. Bump is in effect. The bump is in effect. So yeah, the black bears often running four games left um, three at home, three at home, one on the road. That that, that Johnstown one's obviously I think going to be the toughest one, but it's nice to go up there and be like, all right, just one game. Let's just take care of business. It's not a two game hitter and we'll go from there, you know? Yeah, a little primer for playoffs, playing the top team in that division. Yeah, for sure. Um, so now that we've talked some Black Bears, we do have an interview today. It's your boys, your boys band. You want to, you want to, you want to pump us some tires real quick? Yeah, dude. My boy Charles has banned Cavusi and the typos. Um, was my neighbor growing up, and uh, went to high school with my brother. And uh, one of his really good buddies growing up played buoy hockey. A couple age groups above us. So uh, just. Couldn't get rid of the guy, man. He's always around, but he just came out with some uh, new single. It's pretty sweet. You'll hear that at the end of the episode. But you heard, yeah, the, you cool heard an get... intro. Yeah, they were on the intro and the outro here. Yeah, it's a little change of pace, you know. In the off season, I think we've had uh, here's to the night or here's to the night guys on trying to uh, change some things up here. But yeah, go check him out on on Spotify or if you're in the uh, DMV area, go go check him out and see him play. And it's like it's drinking weather. Oh, sorry. Like it's listening to music while drinking weather, going to see live bands and shit again. And yeah, it's dude. just kind of, it's getting, it's getting me in that good mood. You know what I mean? But, um, yeah. So let's yeah, talk some nationals. Uh, he plays in Annapolis all the time. I jump. I was about to say in a normal year, I'm out there. He's playing good venues outdoors, you know, fun yeah. stuff like that. So definitely good summer tunes, but yeah, dude, natties, couple teams at natties. Yeah. Why don't you kick us off with the ladies here and then I'll talk some youth hockey. Well, yeah. So, following uh via instagram there but it looks like they tore it up at natty's for the most part looks like they had some fun they were wearing their jerseys in the pool uh i don't know what was going on but the 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 ladies lightning uh quarantine house looked like they were having a pretty good time um three and oh in pool play i believe Mm -hmm. was that right it is and i think they finished with the second seed and then we're in that two three semifinal and unfortunately uh dropped it there so, yeah, I mean, I wish that we could follow on the website. We're trying to get the stats and, and do some digging, but uh, didn't give us a lot. But, uh, yeah, congrats again to the ladies' uh, lightning team at Nationals for a good turnout for the DMV area. Yep, you love it. You absolutely love it. So good for them. They had a heck of a time. And, like I said, they got that two seed and then obviously just kind of just fell short right there in the semifinals. But um, talking youth hockey there, looks like Parky's boys lost their first game. Um. I don't know when the second one is. I believe they're playing today. But, um, yes, but the Ashburn teams, U14, U16, U18, every single team has won. And then none of them have lost the game. 
that's not surprising. <laughs> like they, they always have a team, dude. So hopefully, I mean, I wish, uh, you know, Maryland team would have a better turnout than the VA squad, but uh, bring in hockey to the national stage. Go Ashburn. I believe the U16 team, the double A team is number one in the country right now. And they're just out. I think they won their game first game, like seven, two. And then they're just out there just fucking rolling heads. Well, shit, dude. I mean, good, good for us. Good, good for the brand. We need to get, get some of them on here. Good for the brand for sure, baby. Get a coach or someone. Apparently my buddies were telling me at the ring the other night, apparently they have this breakout. That's just unreal. It's just like, can't be stopped. It's, it's, it's some, it's some insane shit. They were trying to explain it to me. And even my, yeah, and apparently, like, I couldn't even understand it, like, the way it was getting explained to me, but apparently it's just something else. Well, now I'm interested. Yeah, I'm very interested. So I'm, I'm trying to get some video of it. I'm, 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 hitting, I'm hitting my guys up, seeing if they can send some, some video over because I want to see this breakout and show it to you because apparently it's just, like I said, they tried to explain it to me at the rink, and my mind was just blown. But, um, yeah, so Nationals are, are off and running now. The, the ladies are back. The, the youth are still out there doing it. Black Bears are on a roll. Any other hockey we got to talk about? Um, our boy Zach Jones made his yes. NHL debut. Yes, he did. He yes, he did. April twenty second against Philadelphia Flyers. Played nine minutes, fourteen shifts. Uh, didn't take long for him to get on the scoreboard. His third game mm-hmm. and against mm-hmm. Buffalo, he picked up an assist on April twenty fifth. So, congrats to Zach Jones. Um, I'm not going to root for the Rangers, but um, you know, for him to you know make that jump straight into the the show, and right now he's averaging like. 10, 11 minutes a night. So getting his feet wet, man. It's awesome. Love it. Oh, also, big news. We got a goalie for the chirp and tourney. We got a goalie and our schedule. We got a goal to our schedule. Ugh. Yeah, we kind of got, got shafted here. So game one, game one, we got the Friday night hitter at the Muskrats, 10-50. And then Saturday, we got the 120 game versus the Vipers and the 950 game versus the Angry Cocks. So we got, we got we're the late boys, I guess. We have can. to have the most time between games of any team. We literally have you know, 12 hours. Mm, on 12, Saturday? Well, one and what, 10? 120 and 950. Okay. Uh, the, the so you before... end the game, so the game ends at so, 2 30. So 30, 3 30, 4 35, 36, 37, 38, 39, 30. Yeah, it's like six and a half hours. Are we getting dressed in parking lots if we figure that out? Yet? I have no, I haven't seen anything about that. I haven't seen anything about that at all, which is kind of just like, all right, we got to, I would like to know what we're doing here. Am I showing up with my jock on or what? Right. Am I driving to the rink with my skates on? What am I doing here? Uh, yeah. So I guess we'll see, dude, especially if we're playing at 11 o'clock at night, but your boy bought some new wheels. Yeah. You, you go through Ordo. Uh, you know, I used to. Oh, you got those sideline swap. This I got the sideline yeah. swap joints. That's right, the sideline swap. Yeah, I just got a new bag today, actually. A new bag. Because I've, I've had, I've had the same bag for such a long time, and it's like kind of red. It's it's Curb's old Team Maryland bag, and it's kind of red, right? So I can't put anything white in the bag because it turns red. Like so, the couple times I've had like a white jersey and like put it in that bag, and like, literally just like gone to the rink and then came back and then undid my gear the next day. The jersey was fucking just like red stains all over it. It makes no sense. Did you get I don't want to ruin this nice new chirping jersey because they're going to be did you, white. Did you get some ba- some random bag for some team you didn't play for off sideline swap? Oh yeah, Team USA roller hockey baby. Oh my <laughs> it was god, like, it was like forty two bucks, dude. It was I was like, bingo, roll it up. I wanted the well, caps. They had the old school like cap super bag, but it was like two hundred eighty dollars. I was like, absolutely not, dude. I think I'm still rocking Frederick Freeze bag. 
Yeah, I think yeah, yeah, I literally got like a like, team yesterday roller hockey bag today. One zipper on it, I think, works. Like it, it's just like army grade canvas. It's just terrible. The straps yeah. just dig in. But yeah, dude, buying a hockey bag, I've almost just no, I don't know. I mean, if you go, because I, I looked at Hockey Monkey just to get like the basic, like blue or black, like CCM or the Bauer, and like those, the cheapest those are like eighty five bucks. No shit. Yeah, for like just a random plain bag, it's like eighty five bucks. I was like, screw this. One on sideline swap just kind of went like under fifty bucks, and the Team USA roller hockey one looked pretty kick ass, and it was big enough. So I was like, you know what, I'll take it. I need to get. A, I think I need to get a cage, dude, or a bubble. What do you got right now? Nothing, or do you have a half shield? I don't think I. I might have had, I don't know. I uh, no, I do have a half shield. I have a half shield and I have a bucket without nothing on it, but I got to get something, dude. If I get hit in the mouth this week, I'm going to be pissed. Yeah, I feel you. I feel you. So, but Warner did hook me up with a twig, man. Got the old PM9, like an old yeah. school Dolomite. He's a twig. He's a twig master, man. He's the equipment master, but he's the twig master. I buy, he comes to the, he comes to men's leagues on Thursdays and just like has a stick or a fucking car of sticks. Like, anybody need to buy anything? He's got like 10 in there. You just pick them out. You mess with them. He's like, all right, I'll take it. hundred bucks. Here you go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. He's, he, I'm, I'll be going through him for, for the near future on twigs. Yep. So that's good stuff. So any plans for the weekend, Bobcat, before we kick it over to your boys and end it with a nice little band on, on a Friday here? Playing uh, Troy at Timbers tomorrow. Nice. Nice. So um, definitely need to stretch out and roll the back out tonight. Last time I went out, like second second hole in uh bounced off the green end of the woods and uh was chipping just in a swamp so facing funny awkward angle just locked my back up played the rest of the mm-hmm. round just thought it would thought it would loosen up and it just never did it was terrible oh, god damn but whatever uh, so yeah i need to stretch the back out man if that's any indication of how the tournament's gonna oh. go i need to uh definitely need to stretch it out yeah, yeah, yeah. Love it. Yeah, it is like we said. It's it's currently four fifteen on Friday, and I can be listening to this until a bit now. I, I usually my Fridays I go to I, I walk down to the butcher here and get myself a nice little steak if I don't got plans. So I'm, I think I'm gonna do that here as soon as we finish this. So we'll see. We'll see. Maybe a ribeye. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? I don't know if we'll have Fridays, time. Maybe go Bed Bath and Beyond. Steak Fridays. Oh, there is a crate. There is a crate and or a crate container store down there and a crate and barrel. I don't know. It's freaking downtown Clarendon, baby. You, choose what you want but that's all i got bobcat unless you got anything else we're gonna end it with your boys and let, let the people go on some nice music this friday afternoon yeah enjoy check it out now please welcome for the first time on chirp and dmv local uh musicians charles cavusi and jeff thompson of cavusi and the typos you might know them from uh previous projects like think or common addiction or pmp even but uh, a couple of good friends of uh, mine and the podcast welcome on jeff and charles what's up how we doing good i just so, did a tequila out of um anxiety and then i uh it's a very big thing i just get nervous when i see you well yeah you know what actually that brings me to my first question i was gonna ask uh like what did you even think when i asked you to come on a, a hockey podcast you had to bring jeff in for backup <laughs> I'll be totally honest. I was super excited because I think you're like the funniest dude I've ever known. I've told you that before. But you have. Was- it's nice to hear it again, though. <laughs> yeah, no. So, yeah, I, I was I was stoked. I know that um, you had a new single drop recently. Uh, so I wanted to, you know, 
get a chance to get some tunes on. We actually played the intro in the beginning of the episode for you guys that are listening, and we're gonna leave the episode with uh, with a song as well. So, what's going on with the with the band, or, or give us a little background there? Right on. Um, yeah, man, that singles. We've been sitting on that single for like over a year now because we were originally planning to release it with a music video down in in Hatteras on Outer Banks. We had like rented a huge B&B, Airbnb, like house. We had the whole band plus like video crew coming down, which is essentially just our friends and stuff. But we were going to do this whole video. Everything was booked and then COVID hit and it everything got put on pause. But we had already finished recording it. So we had this like mixed and mastered single. And, and I was like, well, maybe we'll wait. Let's just wait till next year. And so we did. And by the time like, february rolled around i was like this shit's not happening so or can i cuss on this yeah oh absolutely and uh yeah it wasn't gonna happen so um the plan was always to release it on april 20th anyway um but it has something to do with the story of the song but we can get into that if we want to later yeah for sure man we'll dig in a little bit and and jeff uh happy to have you on as well here Uh, we we will get into some hockey talk but uh Thanks for jumping on, man. Did you uh, you have any dying you know, questions or anything you needed to get off your chest or any retaliation to Charles here so far? Oh, man, not yet. I'm sure I do, but we'll get to that. Absolutely. So I, I, I want to backtrack a little bit to just before the pandemic. Um, you guys may have also seen Charles and Jeff open up for Kenny Loggins. How? What, tell me what it was like open up for for Kenny Loggins of all people. I know that was you know over a year ago, but you guys did the Caddyshack video. That was pretty funny. You'll have to uh, throw that up on a story again for us. But take me through that whole process. Jeff, you should tell us tell them how that even happened. Yeah. So my sister graduated from Severna Park High School, class of 1988. One of her best friends moved after high school out to California. Uh, long story short, she kind of became Kenny Loggins' uh, nanny or au pair, something like that. Um, and now she's his manager, right? So my sister has maintained the friendship with Shannon, uh, went out there and introduced Shannon to Cavusi. And then somewhere in between that, Kenny Loggins played Maryland Live uh, over here near Baltimore. And we were up in a penthouse suite just talking shit. And, you know, Nina, who is Charles' sister, is my wife, got involved with Shannon and said, hey, you should have Kabusi open up for Kenny Loggins. And the rest is history, man. They, they booked us on a show outside of Chicago. That was August of 2019. That was right before everything dropped. And then, again, the music yeah. that you guys did there was hilarious, too. And uh, forgive me for not asking this first. I'm spoiled to, to know the background of everything, but... Where did uh, Cavusi and the typos come from? Or what's the difference between the typo and the trio and the duo? Uh, what, what's what's going on there? Um, the extension really isn't like super official of a name, but locally I play solo gigs all the time. Acoustic, cover gig kind of things. And I've always just promoted myself as Cavusi. So when we finally got the band rolling, I didn't want to change and have like a separate name because I already kind of had something going for the name Kabusi. So locally, if I add in the typos, it like kind of denotes that we're a band. It's a band gig versus like solo. But on the road and stuff, we don't really add that in. But it's a 
at the same time, is it kind of it's funny, man. We've toured or been on gigs where they put that on the bill and they spell my name wrong every time. I, wrong and right in the typos that's what i was gonna ask i'm glad you added that nugget in there was where did the typos come from but it's the the double o double s and cavusi right yeah oh usually it's just one s that they miss but i mean it's a weird name i don't blame them but it's funny just to like with it yeah well now that you've got everything up on spotify and and things like that it's easier to find but i used to have a hell of a time youtubing it myself just trying to find old old charles stuff but um so yeah man that that catches us up to speed uh let's talk about hatteras a little bit more the new single right just dropped uh, a little bit over a week ago i missed the live stream because i was recording for this unfortunately but um i think you'll make my my spotify top artist again this year uh at any rate we'll try i know i know it's a good amount of money to i gotta send you to be on that but well i just play it on repeat and turn the volume down when i go to sleep so it's just you know cycles i get the views up that's a thing yeah so yeah man hatteras you said you were going down to the outer banks for it and everything let's 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 dive in there one of the places that i do play acoustically a lot there was a guy that worked there who was like, I was playing a wedding at this, uh, at this place. And one of the managers was sitting there. Like we were all like ready and just shooting shit ahead of time. Cause we were all there early. And he's talking to the other employees and telling the story about how he grew up in Hatteras and like in outer banks. And they would like ride their bikes from Island to Island going to these parties all the time. Like these, these like beach cruiser bicycle things. And I kind of jumped in. I was like, you grew up in the Outer Banks. And then he started telling me this story. He's like, oh, yeah, man, I had this bicycle and I had a friend who was a glass blower and he custom fit a glass like hookah slash bong into my bike. into a water like pipe. And he's like, and we got like super long hookah tubes and we would just ride around like the island smoking out of my bike. <laughs> it's like, what? And so I, I was thinking to myself, like, God, like, the only way I feel any kind of as cool as him is if I pretend to be him in a song that I write about it. So I put him in the song as, his name's Jody, but I, I he's a girl in the song. And I'm oh. the song. Okay, <laughs> but, so are you riding on the pegs of the bike in this song? No, I, I own the bike in the song. Okay. I get Jody, but Jody becomes a girl named Jody who... Um, fell. So do you do you take a lot of stories like that? And and when you're writing your own music, I know you do a lot of uh, uh, when you're playing shows and stuff. You do a lot of covers, but I love your your original stuff too. Do you take a lot of inspiration from stories you hear or secondhand, or what's that process like? Because I'm I'm not I'm not creative enough for that. Sorry, was that the last part? I just said I'm not creative enough to do that. Most of the stuff that I write is like firsthand experiences. A lot of times it's somewhat metaphoric or at least like metaphoric enough that it doesn't like say people's names or like direct situations. But every now and then though, there's like a, another person's story that I'm like, damn, like that is so cool. I want to see if I can write about them. But, you know, it, it, I'll be honest, man, like, the older I get and like, you know, I've been in a good relationship for a long time and I have my job figured out. And when you do that, it gets really hard to write music because you're or be inspired because you're like I don't know like what I'm gonna write about like how my car still works. <laughs> well, yeah, know. man. I know you take a lot of you guys take a lot of inspiration from like you know '90s music and uh, different forms of like punk to grunge to softer rock and 
people aren't ever singing about good stuff that's happening. There. No, you have to be like kind of like a party rock band to sing about good things. And that's fun to a degree, but like, I don't find myself sitting down writing my best shit when I'm like feeling good. What, what to... about you, Jeff? Like, are you, I, you seem just, you know, you're a ray of sunshine all the time, man. Are you, are you just pumping party rock music? Are you a big, you know, arena rock guy? It's funny, you're, man. You're a little bit older. Are you, are you in that like glam rock phase? That era? I, I really, I'm so old that I listen to WTOP when I drive around in my car <laughs> or, or like Grant and Danny or, you know, some sports radio or whatever. I don't listen to a whole lot of music these days. I like to go back and listen to, to stuff and discover stuff that's already been around. Like I'm way late to the party. Like I've been so, pumping a lot of pin back lately. And so I, that um, actually, I have a question based off that. I was thinking of it today, trying to prep for this. Um, you know, everyone thinks that they, uh, or everyone has a band or an artist that they think they knew or they found before, you know, they blew up. And for guys like you that are so in tune with, you know, music and always listening, writing, playing, like, who is a band that you think that you you found or you you figured out before they blew up? I have a perfect answer for this. Hit me. All right, cool. So so I'm 42 years old, right? Just to put it into perspective. Yeah. When I was going from middle school into high school, my buddy, my best friend, Joe Anderson, rest in peace, was going down to college. I think it was James Madison University. So this would have been like 92 so I was uh, born that year. Give it, give or take. And he was helping. He was with his parents, helping his sister move out of her college dorm. And he found a yellow 45 record in like a little dumpster. And it was 311. And it was hydroponic on one side and freak out on the other side. And it's not the records that were on music, their first album. It was like different recordings or at least a different mix. Right. So he brings it home. And we were like kind of, you know, we would both listen to a lot of rap and hip hop, but a lot of hardcore, you know, New York City hardcore and, and stuff like that. So we were like 311 was perfect, like right in the middle of the road for us. So we would crank those two songs. I had to go to Severna Park, uh, Toad Music, which is like a record and tape traders type of place. And I had to order from Capricorn Records 311's music. It was like a pre-order. So I got 311 music sent to me in the mail before anybody, I swear to God, before anybody heard of 311. Well, dude, so, that's the perfect example. <laughs> that's the per that's literally the perfect example. Like that's, you know, yes. and I like how at the end you added in, you know, literally before anybody, I had to order just the right definitive, here, the definitive first, line. Right? Yeah. And Charles, I mean, where to, where to begin? Do you, you got one off the top of your head like that? I, my i don't have like a correct one um but i will say that the bassist of our band in think his name was brian zelox and he had like a knack for just years before people would blow up he'd find these weird like you know the band animal collective yes all right so before they were animal i'm kidding i don't know them. <laughs> well they're kind of a weird band but they like grew up like I don't know if you know what Pitchfork Media is, but they're like a super critical indie rock label review site. And like everything they review is crap, but except they like gave Animal Collective a good review, which was like mind blowing. You know, anyways, this guy, Brian, would find these like abstract, weird little bands. And we'd be like, dude, you find the weirdest shit. And every time 
they would blow up and they become huge. Like, well, Fleet Foxes, I think, was yep. another one. I do recognize that. <laughs> yep, I know them. So, like, I never really, I, I can't say that I've, you know, been a hardcore fan of anybody before they blew up, like, specifically. But because of him, I knew about a lot of bands that ended up blowing up just by proximity. <laughs> See, that's like the most hipster answer you could give me to that question, you know? Uh, I'm sorry. I was just messing with you, dude. So I, uh, I would, um, I'd be remiss if I didn't bring it up because me and my my co-host Matt, who can't make it tonight due to you know internet errors or something, we're both Bowie hockey alumni. I know that you've got some Bowie hockey uh, ties from way back, and uh, I know Jeff, you've got some some Caps connections, but wanted to see what hockey was like you know for you guys in the 90s i know jeff you've been a fan charles you know let's let's talk 90s like turn of the century turn of the millennium hockey like what was that like in the area um i guess i'll go first uh my experience with hockey as a kid was going with going to see my drummer and like childhood best friend sean eller that's the name drop i was looking for (laughs) <laughs> and and watching him play and you know we're all like we were all like 11 and 12 and whatever maybe 10 and <laughs> i think my most memorable thing of this was like the the parents of the kids that on that team that were like really hardcore i'll never forget grant the the goalie of the Bruins when i was a kid and his mom was like so hardcore, like get back in the block, that goal, like screaming. We're all like, it's just like some families. There's like 13 people in the bleachers, and her voice is like, like scoring more goals than the players. <laughs> I should, I, I, I know exactly who you're talking about, and Sean was, I think, two age groups above me. Yeah, okay. yeah, absolutely. That's the name job I was looking for was Sean Eller. I actually went to the Winter Classic with Sean. I, nice. got, I got kicked out of that game, but that's a separate story for a separate time. Um, all right. So, Jeff, I know uh, in the last few years, I'm trying to pinpoint the story directly. Uh, at Cap One, had a cool meet and greet with some people, uh, a cool experience there. Can you remind me what that was? Yeah. So, Craig Lachlan has a foundation. It's a cancer kind of fundraiser type of deal that was actually at Blue Dolphin in Crofton. Uh, so me and a few friends were able to get some tickets and we went there and yeah, I, I, it, it was awesome, man. I was sitting at Brian Mitchell's table. Like, I, I think they were supposed to be reserved for like cooler people. And we just walked in and we're like, we're just going to sit down over here. Um, but yeah, Craig Lachlan, I met Joe Beninati and, and got to chew his ear off a little bit and tell him he's my favorite play-by-play guy ever. In the oh, world. he's the best. He's so awesome. I love him. And he was so gracious and he was so cool. Um, but yeah, I mean, Peter Bondra was there. Uh, well, when you were growing up, the, the Caps were Piney Orchard, right? Those are the Caps you yeah. grew up with. Bondra, those guys. Yeah. And you were you were old enough to remember that cup run, the original cup run, right? Like Yep. We didn't win we didn't win one game. I was about finals. to say we don't we don't have a lot of guests on that. Uh we're old enough to vividly remember. I just remember not winning a game, but uh, how that was that was pretty heartbreaking. Um, but I don't want to take up too much of your guys' time here. Charles, Jeff, I want to ask, where can we find you? Where can we listen? And what's the upcoming schedule? I know you're at the beach a bunch this summer. Yeah. Um, easiest way is Google. Like, Google my name. It's hard to spell, so Google knows that. And if you just 
it's kavusi.com but if you go um to google and type that in the, the trick is that it's k-a-v and then just try to sound it out from there and actually let me grab a thing real quick i just got it and this will be funny as terms of this part absolutely oh so so charles tell me where i can find you guys where we can go to see you, um upcoming shows stuff like that the quick answer is kabusi.com the long answer is that it's hard to spell it's k-a-v-o-s-s-i if you're looking at the podcast name right now hopefully it's in there too and also recently i finally bought a little banner it has my name on it, but then there's a guitar amp that is a guitar. So I have to like sit there and explain. So I'll, if I'll like put it under my speaker, and if people just start to take a picture, the photo is going to be like, "This is how you spell the name." Hey Charles, awesome. hold, hold it up there, man. Let me see. Let me see if it works on the screen. All right. Let's see. Boom. I don't know if you can see it, but it popped right just up. like that. Just like that. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> So Kavusi Music, and um, we'll put your Instagram in our bio as well. Um, and then we're going to, like I said, play you out with, uh, we'll, we'll play out with Hatteras here. All right. So last question before we uh, let you guys go this weekend, is there uh, any shows you're playing or when's the next band gig? And uh, we'll make sure to plug in the Instagram and the Twitter and everything like that too, man. Right on. Yeah. Um, tonight, Friday. Um, playing at All American Steakhouse in Edgewater, Maryland, from I think six to six to ten. Um, that's solo acoustic, and then on May fifteenth is the next band gig. That's a trio um, up in Easton at the Federal Street Festival um, or the Blue Point Festival or something. That's in Easton, like downtown. That's eleven thirty a.m. to two thirty p.m. And then if you go to the website, the first thing you see is all the band gigs. Uh, just kabushi.com, and that's just the calendar. Well, right on. So you guys are about to hear Hatteras, new single from Kavusi and the Typos. Charles, Jeff, it was awesome having you guys on. Look forward to hearing you play soon, and we'll be in touch. Thanks, Avon up to Salvo, we will claim the banks. Midnight riding, so we packed the cooler and traveled to the party in our biker gangs. Jody, she knew the back roads one time She ate it when she hit the turn But I'm the only boy with a glass beach cruiser Come on, baby, give me something good to burn Let's go to Hatteras and never come clean To the top of the lighthouse, baby
to be bought, easy to be sold. Listen up, for nothing about this life keeps us from getting old. So I dive into the Watch the sun rise Let's go to 